Before we get started tonight with adventures and babysitting, if you could uh, help us out, gofundme.com slash cheap seat reviews. Um, we're almost there with our goal, and if we can just get a little bit more money, uh, we can ensure the podcast goes on for the rest of the uh, for another year. We've already raised enough money to mo- to do one full year. We just need just a little bit more to get the rest of the year. Um, so that would be great. GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Reviews. We really appreciate all your help. Thanks. Some guys are out to get us. And Brenda's probably dead. We ain't got a nickel. And they should be in bed. And you out of luck. Out of luck watching these guys. Interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 131, and today we are talking about adventures in babysitting. Or, yeah, it's just, yeah, no the, adventures in babysitting. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew, keeps his notes in his Playboy's Jemison. Hey. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well done. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, perfect. That's Se- great. Segwaying from that into Corny has to sing the blues <laughs> to his boss so he can go home every night, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Uh, right, that's gotta, why Corny uh, has to work late so many times. Cause he's like, "Damn it, I can't no. think of words." No, um, I will say this. Uh, so the drum set that the uh, the band was using in the, in the uh, scene that you just displayed, sir, um, had some K series cymbals. Those damn things are expensive. Yeah, they are. Just for a uh, for a shoot like that. Because now I got to wonder who did they get that from? Because that's a lot of money to waste on a shot. They probably had like a local music store or something like donate them for the shot, you know, like hey. Oh, you don't donate. No, like you don't donate those. Like you have other symbols. You yeah, but you I don't bet. Symbols. Yeah, but I bet you like. They said, "Give us some good stuff, and then in the credits, we'll give you credit for for giving it." Like I bet you somewhere in the credit was like you know, music by whoever you know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, and Sam, yeah, Sam is here tonight. Sam. Likes his coffee with a little rust in it, Vector. Yeah, no one, no one leaves here without singing the blues. Weird. When, uh, either, either I'm really... I wonder if he killed them all, you know? Because that's... that's <laughs> Do what? Like, Jesus, no one leaves here without singing oh, the blues. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's a whole bunch of dead bodies, like, in the back, you know. Well, he didn't... He wouldn't, wouldn't sing. Um, it's like, instead of a cover charge, like, it's free to come in, but it costs to leave. Um, for some it's reason, like, when uh, I Hotel California, yeah, 
like for some reason when I typed that in for Sam's, it actually came out as likes his toffee with a little crust in it. So, um, no. either one is kind of gross. Um, so let's pull up a chump like, comfy like chair. Him. Uh, yeah, and dive into this movie. Uh, Corny's back this week. Yay, Corny! Yay, Corny! I don't know what happened last week. All I know is I woke up um, ass naked in the field, so let's just do this. Ooh. Um, oh, okay. That's not what you want. W- w- was it a cornfield? Oh, I hate you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to play it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to play it. I don't trust anybody anymore. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so this is uh, 1987's Adventures in Babysitting. Sam, I think you snuck this on the list somehow. Yes, another treasure from my 80s upbringing. Right. Um, so I'm interested to talk about this. This will be interesting. Um, uh, Andrew, uh, please enlighten us. What is Adventures mm. in Babysitting? A babysitter must leave her safe suburban surroundings and head for the heart of the big city to rescue a stranded friend, unaware of the perilous adventures that wait that await her and the kids she's looking after who have tagged along. Okay, that kind of works. Um, okay, first thing, I'm just going to say this. Why did no one ever um, use the word Chicago? They were in Chicago. Like, it was always the city, because when I first oh, started... Maybe it was supposed to be just a blank city. Maybe it was just supposed to be whatever city. Well, that kind of crime, I mean, I would assume it was Detroit. I <laughs> I actually thought it was uh, New York. By well, the they way. made mention to New York once or twice, too. But they have Illinois license plates, and the L train that they were on is a Chicago thing. So, though they filmed some of it in Vancouver also. So... <laughs> Maybe they Damn just Canadians. Maybe they just called it. There's actually a really funny bit of trivia about the fact that it's in Vancouver. You're gonna like because it's it's very Canadian. Um, but it was just uh, I I was always confused. But until I was like, oh, there's an L train there in Chicago. That's what it took for me. Um, so anyway, um, obviously Sam has seen this. Has either one of you guys seen this movie before tonight? Never seen it in my life. I had seen it. Um Many years ago, yeah, probably when I was in middle school or high school, uh, my parents let me watch it. So, and of course, it was a movie that they had seen when they were in high school, probably. Yeah, probably. That is aging Sam a little bit, but yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> well, uh, it happens. My mom didn't let me watch stuff like this. No. No. Yeah. I can't tell you why, but oh, okay. <laughs> I, was, I figured it was a story in there somewhere, but. Uh, oh, no, no, I just, you know, it, <laughs> it rounds with eight people. <laughs> <laughs> well, for what it's worth, the black guy is the hero. Kind of. Well, but he also steals a car. Like that's every black person in this movie either plays the blues or still steals things. Yeah, it is kind of a, that's he, the most appropriate movie for me. Yeah, it is a little, uh, <laughs> a little stereotypical, a little, little, little kind of racist actually. Um, well, Albert Collins was a real blues musician. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, no, they, the, the people they had on stage were actually real, like, in a band. I didn't see the name of their band, but one of the guys had a really cool name. And I'm trying to find it real quick. Hold on. Um, Ask one. Uh, Southside Johnny Lyon. 
Oh no no no! That's the sarc- actually no. That's the uh, that's, that's, that's the end band. That's yeah, the end at the party. Yeah, that's the frat party band. Never mind. South Charlotte, South Side. Uh, By the way, if uh, your band, uh, sorry, I just like to point out that the soundtrack for this movie could not have been more eighties. Oh my! Um, if Mister if Mister T himself had slapped someone, um, <laughs> like all I could hear is everything from like Ghostbusters. You got it was Huey Lewis the, all over. Yeah, seriously. But without actually being Huey Lewis, or right. what, was it? Was and, it Huey Lewis? I don't think it was. Was it? No, I don't, I don't think it was. was. I don't know. And without having stolen a song by Huey Lewis. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, we want you to write a song that sounds just like Huey Lewis. You mean like what they did for Ghostbusters? Shh. Well, okay. Uh, Babysitting Blues, words by Mark Mueller, music by Robert Kraft, the, the owner of the uh, Patriots, apparently. Mueller. Um, performed Mueller. by Albert Collins, Elizabeth Shue, uncredited. Okay. Uh, courtesy of Alligator Records. Okay. Uh, yeah, Ooh. Albert Collins. Yeah, he's a apparently he's a a blues man. He's been in. He was also <laughs> in Mrs. Doubtfire on the soundtrack. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I heard. Uh, speaking of coffee and getting dirt in, you know, I, uh, I never told you guys how I really like my coffee. Uh, you know, I, like my, I like my coffee like I like my women. Well, blackened with a spoon in them. That's right. Strong blackened with a spoon in them. Yep. We didn't. We didn't have you on last week, so therefore we didn't have a uh, uh, an Eddie Izzard reference. <laughs> oh. Well, don't worry. We'll get a couple in today. <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. All right. So. Uh, um. Yes. Sorry. Uh. So I have not seen this either. So I was a uh, a virgin to this as well as uh, corny. So it'll be interesting to see how this I guess holds up for Sam since he saw it probably fairly new <laughs> came, when he came when out, came right? Out. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Uh. No. I mean, 80... this was. Uh, so this did you was... drive your kids to the theater when this movie came out, Sam? <laughs> Well, this was more of a um, in that red, in that Woody station wagon. <laughs> this was more of of the type of movie that um, I wasn't allowed to watch because it had certain language in it. That's yeah. the same reason like, why Corny couldn't watch it, right? Like blues, <laughs> suburb. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh! You mean the two f bombs that are right back to back? Which I was like, "Whoa, PG thirteen! Didn't know you can do that back then." But I guess you can. Absolutely. It was the eighties. It was a different time. It was. <laughs> uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It was a different time. It was. There we go, Chad. It should really Thanks, be Chad. on an icon by itself, just random. You know, they they should really have that on this tombstone where you press the button. And it, uh, and it speaks to you. You know what it's, would happen? It's like a Woody Pullstring doll because it, it says like random other things. There's so like, a snake in my mood. The devil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we all miss Chad. God rest his soul. Uh, anyway, uh, for those of you who are the, for, for those of you who this is your first episode, go back and listen to the first hundred. Um. In a row, right now, just binge listen. Yes, if you got a road, road trip to California and back, just listen to our podcast for. Or we'll send a uh, underage redhead to annoy you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good lord! And possibly sexually harass you. And um, I wanted that kid to die. <laughs> so, 
damn he was so bad. annoying my gosh like the 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 crazy girl they finally pick up brenda was their name like they finally find yeah. her and like she's passed out and he's like trying to like look under her shirt or something it's like oh my gosh in the creep. car yeah, yeah while they're in the car what a creepy yeah. kid she's like passed out yeah he's yeah, he's he, he's on a database by now. I'm sure <laughs> somewhere in this world. That's uh, how working with teenage boys, though, every day. That's how most of them are really? when they are when they are on their own. Jeez. <laughs> uh, we were all three, all three of us, all four of us were were certainly teenage boys at one point. But I just I don't remember. I went from uh, nine to man. Yeah, you just went from nine to eighteen. <laughs> I don't ever remember being that bold with the the horniness. That's, as a teenager. And that's the thing, yeah. Like most of that stuff was probably floating around in our in our heads, but none of us had the yeah. the gumption to just say the things that he said. Like he found a frat party and was like, "I'm going in." I would have been like, "Let's stay the hell away from them." But <laughs> I say that I now, in the eighties, uh, everybody went to frat parties. I mean, you had a rock band. You can tell it was an eighties uh, thing, you know. Absolutely. Gosh. People were like listening to the band. That never happens. No, no. <laughs> I play gigs on a regular basis. That's that's all bull. Right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Anyway, we haven't done our initial thoughts. So, uh, Andrew, oh, yeah. sir, your initial thoughts about this movie, Adventures in Babysitting. If you unmute your microphone. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, we... Dad, did he have an aneurysm? It still shows oh. him there. It still has his or... really strange avatar of Thor with somebody else's face on it. Yeah. What oh, is hey. That? Sorry, yeah. guys. There you are. There you are. <laughs> were, were you? Were you yeah. Were you? I'm wrestling? sorry. Were you talking to me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> were you wrestling with that <laughs> lightsaber under your desk again? That's not a euphemism, by the way. <laughs> That's. <laughs> 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 Pull up your but, pants uh, and talk. Um, <laughs> the force is strong with that one. I actually, I actually was moving my chair. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I was asking you to give your initial thoughts, sir. Oh, sorry. It's all right. Okay. Uh, well, like I said, I've seen this before, um, but probably when I saw it, it was on TBS or some cable channel that I didn't hear all the cursing. Yep. Because I was certainly thrown back by that when I heard it, uh, when I watched it last night. <laughs> and uh, like you, I thought, well, this is PG-13. They're pretty bold for a PG-13 yeah. movie. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I think this is the first 80s movie or movie from the 70s to 90s that actually has an attractive female in it. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I think they marked that off my list of that's, things that's, I thought Andrew might mention. That's that's not entirely <laughs> true because Elizabeth Shue has been in other '80s movies. Yeah, not for this podcast. Not for this podcast. Well, not yeah. for this podcast, right? We just that's just because we haven't done Back to the Future three yet. That's true. Um, which we should do. It's streaming uh, anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um. So, but uh, I I had a good time watching it. I enjoyed it. There were some things that I had completely forgotten about, um, like the uh, creepy redhead kid, um, the stray dog, um, yeah, and the uh, 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 D'Onofrio as D'Onofrio as uh, Thor. Thor, yeah, 
Which which is what my avatar is. That's a uh, old D'Onofrio. Is. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, it makes sense now. <laughs> it's hard to tell nice. my little my window, but I believe you. Nice. Yeah, I see it now. Well done. But uh, but yeah. So I thought it was pretty fun, and that that actually threw me back because I thought, is that is that who I think it is? No. Yeah. Oh. Somebody. Oh, already. I didn't mute you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying just, to eat some chips. And, that was uh, hysterical, Sam. <laughs> the best part was halfway through, you're like, oh, I didn't mute you. And then you muted us halfway through saying mute. Uh, Corny. Um, I started watching this movie, and uh, after about 15, 20 minutes, I was like, what the hell am I watching? And after about an hour, I was like, what the hell am I watching? But um, this was a, this was, I did not expect this movie to go this way. I mean, I knew yeah. some shenanigans would happen, but uh, as we went through, and um, uh, this, this was actually a really fun movie. I'm I'm, I'm glad this is on the list. Um, <laughs> there's so many things that happened that I just laughed because it was so painful. The uh, blue scene did it for me. I just like I said, <laughs> stop, take a breath, and get back into it. Um, Nobody leaves <laughs> without singing the blues, right? <laughs> yeah, and then, I wanted uh, what those uh, bad guys did. I would like to have seen I, their they song. They sang the blues. I would like the to have seen their blues. song. Yeah. Well, it took them a while. That would have been a great after credit scene. Yeah. Oh, everybody singing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The bad guys. Or outtakes of uh, uh maybe the uh, black guy they leave hanging out the side of the building playing the saxophone <laughs> with another guy. <laughs> oh, you you mean Ron Canada? Yeah, uh, Ron Canada, isn't his name? Yeah, his, his name, name is Ron Canada. Yeah, his Ron name is, Canada. Yeah, Ron Canada. Oh, he's, awesome. been, he's been in a bunch that, of that's stuff. That's his real name. Yeah, well, yeah. that's his uh, real credit. Is he a name. citizen? No, he's from New York. Is he a superhero? Is he a superhero? I don't think so. We got Captain America, Ron Canada, uh, <laughs> Johnny Zimbabwe. He was in National <laughs> Treasure, which we were supposed to do, but got pulled. Um, we have to steal the National Treasure movie back. He was mostly a television reporter. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking at his bio. But, yeah, that's his name. It seems to be his real name. Mm -hmm. Seems seems suspicious. No one claims Canada as a last name. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But anyway, no, I I had a a lot of fun with this movie. And uh, uh, the 80s were awesome. And everyone should live there for a little bit. Uh, I think things would be a better place now. If people had, um, because only in a movie world like that, where could you get a what essentially is a, a younger version of my wife running around <laughs> the inner city? It's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it was fun. I was like, oh, so getting in that car and that guy still in the car is like, how pay it not met. <laughs> nice. I think it'd been better if been like, what the heck are you doing? I'm sorry, sir. Oh, it's okay, girl. Damn, you look fine. How you doing? <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Except you're so tall, corny, you, you wouldn't be able to hide, you know, and and kind of pop out. You're just there, right? Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> and the car is also leaning to one side. No. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Canada would and be our uh, our Star Trek connection. Just saying. Anyway, using well, using the door would be our. Uh, yeah, right. And Thor would be our uh, our Marvel connection. Marvel connection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, I'm done. Well, 
Well, didn't Vincent, wasn't he? Um... Vincent D'Onofrio was also, of course, in. Wait, wait, it, was it Vincent D'Onofrio? I thought it was. No, not... yeah, the guy that was pretending to be, yeah, that was the garage owner. That's Vincent D'Onofrio. And well, I, I saw that last name, but I didn't think that was the. Huh. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw the last name, I was like, oh, like Vincent. And I don't know what I saw. Yeah, he's your, uh, like... your kingpin. It's kind of oh, like yeah. when I was in high school and I had definition to my body. And now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was ripped. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, why he had to come down on that, that thing that had all that. Because um, it was freaking cool. Steam was and 80s, it was cool. whatever. And then he's holding that it was big. It like a Darth Vader intro or something. Right, and then he's got that, that damn sledgehammer. It's pretty funny. I mean, let's face it. If we all had that ability, we would do that daily. Well, I actually kind of do, but um, I don't. Um, not with the fog, but uh, anyway. Admit it, you could get the fog. I could. I can't use it in my build my buildings though because they uh, the the smoke detectors are actually smoke detectors as opposed to heat oh, sensors. No. So I dumped the building every time I wanted to have a cool entrance, but worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Um. Anyway, uh, were you done? Whoever was talking, <laughs> I forgot. Yes, was it, it you, was, Courtney? It was me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I is done. Okay, thank you, uh, Sam. Well, uh, this is a for me a perfect movie segue from uh, watching Stranger Things because it's all in like the same universe in terms of the eighties mm-hmm. and. Uh, I watched this a long time ago. It has probably been more than 20 years since I've seen this film. Um, it's been a very long time. I rem- remembered almost none of it. Uh, I remember the young kid liking Thor and the pervy redhead. Because, um, you know, you remember those pervy redheads. They kind of stick in your brain. He was on an episode um, of Psych. The Corny. 80s were awful with that that character type. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It was they were, every it was, 80s movie or, yeah. What, Michael Hall or whatever. Um, Anthony, whatever Michael Michael Hall in, um, Anthony Michael yeah. Hall in. Anthony Michael Hall. But if uh, it's one thing the 80s, 80s movies did is that they sure put children in danger. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, just real go, danger. Just go watch the Goonies. I mean, like. They had dynamite and people with guns chasing them, and like they almost fell to their death if she hit an A sharp instead of a B flat. Yeah, which we all know it's the same note. Yeah. So, um, but it, this is a fun little movie. It's it's a road trip, you know. It's it's fish out of water. Um, it it's taking a bunch of characters and making them go through the motions of of uncomfortable moments, and I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was funny. I thought it was so blatant 80s that it just the nostalgia just kind of wa- washes over you. Um, I had a huge crush on Elizabeth Shue. And she's still not that bad looking. Um, but she doesn't look the same. I think she might have had some work done. Um, but she, she hasn't she used aged. to be black. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, the only thing that gets me in this movie still to this day and it got me back then is – the age difference between the boy and Chu mm-hmm. um, it still seems wrong that they had to get a babysitter when he's 15. Yeah. Just, it, just why? It, you know, save some money. But apparently they could throw it around since they owned the building. Well, I don't think they really needed it for him. It was just the girl and he was just there. 
That's what I think so. Because yeah, he was he was supposed to be going to stay at his friend's house. Oh, uh, well, then that would make sense. Yeah, that would make better some more <laughs> that, sense. That's yeah. great that you that you um didn't get that, Sam. And yeah. you've seen it before, and I didn't get that having the first time seen it. But those uh, Andrew and Corny did because what the end of the movie when she said, "Oh, he stayed over," and Daryl he stayed home, and then Daryl stayed over. I was like, "Well, he stayed home," but I guess I missed it amongst the pasta on the floor and the zit jokes with the crunch bar. Don't forget the product placement. Absolutely. Is that a thing with chocolate and zits? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember that. Maybe that was an 80s thing, too. I actually went and bought one after this movie. (laughs) A crunch bar? Or is it? Actually, crunch bar, and it was damn delicious. Yeah? I'm still waiting on this huge zit under my chest to pop. Ew. Uh, Why are we talking about this? Stop. I'm talking about my my stomach, because that's where the... Oh, I thought you uh, went... Okay. Oh, your no, belly, kidding. you're fat. I get it. Uh, more fat jokes. Good job. Sorry. Sorry, that was... Uh, I, <laughs> I was just like, so ew, why are you talking about this? <laughs> I was like, tell me more. So to, to end my thoughts, I, I thought it was fun. Is it going to win any records? No. Is it going to be watched again in this household? Probably not. But it was a good uh, return to uh, my childhood. All right. So how about you, Sean? Uh, well, yeah, it's my first time seeing it. Um... Uh, again, all, well, I said all four of us, but it's not true. The three of us are children of the 80s. Andrew, a little bit less so. Um, but the, the 80s to me are like this this weird time because we're such, because Corny and I are the same age and we were such, we were so young in the 80s. So the 80s had less of an impact on me than, than obviously the 90s did. So I, I, I look back at the 80s and go, what the hell were people thinking? Like when she's in the dress <laughs> and she's wearing shoulder pads, like, is she about to go play football? Um, and uh, just, I don't, I don't know. I just that stuff, whatever. And the music was just one thousand percent eighties, and and it, it was, was wonderful. It was fun. Absolutely. I enjoyed it. So, the, but the movie was, yeah, it was fun. It was, it was, it's a kids movie, kind of. It's, it's well, Christopher Columbus directed it. Um, that the guy, what, what, sort of discovered America, but. Um, uh, he's the uh, he's the guy who's done other such films as the Harry Potter, the first two Harry Potter films, uh, but he also did the Home Alone movies. Um, so, in in those kind of like as soon as I saw Christopher Columbus directed this at the very beginning, I was like, oh, okay, now I know what I'm into, like what I'm getting into. Like the children are gonna run the world, and adults are stupid, because that's the way it is in Home Alone. Not so much Harry Potter, but that's only because Harry Potter there's a source material there. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like that thing. So like Goonies, it's the same thing, right? Goonies, the kids are smart and yeah. adults are stupid. So, and that's a big thing in the eighties, like a big thing in the eighties, you know, like, like what we mentioned earlier with like all John Hughes movies, the kids are smart and adults are stupid. So that's a, that's an eighties trope. So, but I had fun. There's some really funny, like laugh out loud moments in this movie where I started like belly laughing to the point that a couple of my students were like walking by going, you all right? I'm like, this is some funny stuff right here, but none of you would get any of the references because you were born in 97. So, um, uh, I did have a hard time figuring out the new, the new boyfriend, if he was Ant-Man or not. He kind of looked like Paul Rudd at first. Yeah. Like, Like if Paul Rudd and what's the other guy? 
Um, David Schwimmer. Dolph no. Lundgren. No. <laughs> this is going to be fun. No. Say, uh, John Cusack. Marlon Wayans. No. John Cusack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. If Paul Rudd and John Cusack had a love child, like that's what he looked like. Interesting. Because okay. I thought the same thing, too. I'm like, wait, is that the young Paul Rudd? Uh, I had to look on IMDb because I was like, that's just, just, just crazy young yeah. Paul Rudd, I thought. Yeah. But if you want to see a – here's the funny thing. Paul Rudd hasn't aged a day because if you go back and watch Clueless, he's in Clueless, and he's like 19 or 20 in Clueless, and then go back and then watch Ant-Man, which is 20 years later. He looks exactly the same. It's weird. Uh, anyway, um, but no, I had a lot of fun with this movie. It was dumb. There's some really kind of dumb things that happen that only happen in these types of movies that would never happen in real life. Um, oh, I don't know. Okay. All right. Share. Again, so like, all right. Um, first of all, this is movie is one of those movies that none of this happens if there's cell phones invented, which is kind of funny to think about. But there's lots of movies that. Oh, were there cell phones invented back then? In 87? No. Well, there might have been like super rich people in like those bags. But my point is, is that like there, there are movies like this, especially from this era where if you just had a cell phone, everything would be different, you know, like Ferris Bueller's the Day Off. The problem is homeless people lived wherever you could make a call. I <laughs> know, right. Um, <laughs> like that's, a joke. Nope. that's a joke that someone made, like Lord of the Rings wouldn't have happened if they just had cell phones. It would have been a lot easier. But anyway. Um, you know, or they, they just use eagles. Just or just use. use the eagles, yeah. Just text the eagle camp. Hey, can you come pick us up? On our way. OMW. Um, no, anyway, so like, so they get a flat tire, right? Um, so they have to go pick up their friends. So they get a flat tire. And then creepy tow truck guy shows up, right? And everyone, again, all the adults in, all the, the adults in this movie were like horrible-ish to these kids, right? Like they would just randomly laugh at them and say kind of weird, mean things to them. It just seemed strange. And, you know, he pulls out the all There was a ton of random laughter in this movie, though. Yeah. From everybody. Yeah. Like she picks up the rat and she thinks it's a cat. Like most adults would be like, put the rat down, and then she when she scream, they would just get the rat. But no, like they laughed at her, and then she rocked by again, and then they laughed at her some more. Like, you're horrible people, and you just bumped into a guy that has a handgun. What's wrong with you? So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no, in Chicago. Um, no, I refuse to believe in Chicago. It's just Detroit for me. Yeah. Um, uh, well, so, so like, uh, so like again, weird. And then of course he does that thing. Now we've all seen the movie road trip, right? With, um, Amy smart, hot Amy smart. And, oh yeah. Um, your Rowan Atkinson. N- no, no, that's, that's the, um, oh, that's rat race. That's rat race. Yeah. <laughs> Which also has a hot Amy smart in it. No, yes, it does. but it's the same dude. It's that same guy. Crap, what's his name? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Y'all seen that movie? Road Trip? It's got the uh, Tom oh, Green. The Tom Green, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I boinked her. Uh, T- uh, DJ Qualls. <laughs> that movie. Anyway, that movie... Uh, wait, no. No, Andrew, you're actually right. It was the um, Rat Race. Because he gets a ride with Amy Smart in a helicopter, and she's like, "I'm just gonna yeah, fly yeah. by and see my boyfriend." And then when she sees that her boyfriend's cheating on her with the other guy, she like chases him with the helicopter. Like that's what this guy did, right, with the truck. He goes like, "Oh, you're, you're, that guy's over there with your wife again," and he just loses his mind and like cuts off all these people and almost like 
pulls a Batman with their station wagon is like slinging it around and then gets there and crushes that poor garden gnome and then like pulls a gun out and like shots are fired and like what is happening right and so that's what made it kind of funny but again not, none of that, that's not real life and especially later on when the cops he's not he should be in handcuffs he fired a gun at people he should be in jail why and so anyway again um but i i wrote down what was my uh mr pruitt not to mention the guy they 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 stole the car from mm-hmm was just kind of haphazardly walking around. Uh, I think if someone was shooting a gun at me and I couldn't get into my car, I would try other methods of getting away. Right. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah. And then, like, they were able to have, like, another, like, fisticuffs again in the ho- in the hospital. <laughs> like, <laughs> worst police ever. Um, as I wrote Mr. Pruitt ex machina because he showed up to save them twice. Um, oh, it's the, uh, it's the uh, sniper from Billy Madison, Sydney. Situation. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I called that guy. Um, so, anyway, it was just, <laughs> um, it was just fun. I, I had a good time with the movie. I really did. Um, what did I write? Oh, the city is a nightmare. This is why New York was looked on in the 1980s as a bad, scary place. Because I thought it was New York. Because like oh, in the point. 80s, New York is always. I don't know if you guys ever, think, but like in the 80s, New York is always this. It's always dark, and there's always fire barrels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's either rainy or cold, and there's, I mean, like, there are millions of homeless people out there, and they're all trying to eat you, and um, it's just crazy. It just, uh, um, I don't know why 80s movies painted New York that way. Of course, then halfway through the movie, I go, oh, it's not New York, it's actually Chicago, but... yeah. With the with the theme gang, which is an '80s thing, right? You know, you just can't be in a gang. You have to be in a theme gang. Like my theme gang is the Mexicans, and we all have red bandanas. And my theme gang is the I guess they were the the black guys theme gang, and they all had to have like toothpicks or cigarettes or something. And 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 he used the he used the p word. He called her a bitch, and then she pulled a <gasps> knife on him, like, and they all backed away from her. What? There's like 50 of you, whatever. But they had whips. Ooh. And nanas. <laughs> <laughs> did you, but did you notice their weapons? Like, obviously the two main thugs had switchblades. Yeah. Right? But then I was looking in the background this time, and there's baseball bats, there's whips. A couple of them have whips. I think I saw a wrench in there. Yeah. Um, they're like the worst gangs ever. Yeah, just go to that train station and find that dude with a thirty-eight. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I th- I, that train's gonna become like the uh, oh, oh god, uh, a snowpiercer, snowpiercer. <laughs> 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 Wait till they go through the tunnel. Attack! Right. <laughs> uh, exactly. Oh man, good snowpiercer <laughs> reference is great. Um. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'd just like to point out also in that train scene, mm-hmm. uh, we had a great opportunity to relive West Side Story. I know. I kind of yes, expected. I thought they were going to go there, by yeah. the way. Ooh. What was that? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Andrew is uh, somewhere else tonight. He's got a live, uh, no, live audience was... in Andrew's house. <laughs> I was actually looking up West Side Story. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I accidentally hit the uh, video. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, what? So in a manner of an hour, this is, this is my recap halfway through the movie. In a manner of an hour, they've witnessed a possible murder and an assault at the very least, a carjacking, and then were t- and taken to a, a chop shop. 
Like, holy crap. That escalated quickly. But it wasn't just a chop shop. It was like the head of the mafia or something. Right. Okay. So this leads me to leads me to my biggest issue with the movie. Okay? Okay. Uh, the movie did this a couple times. I can think of two where they introduced what I thought was going to be a joke and then they didn't follow through. So earlier in the movie when we have big brother harassing little brother, a little sister, I mean, and he falls down the stairs because he stepped on her skate. I thought that that was going to, he said, you're going to kill somebody with this. And I'm like, ha ha, that's going to come in handy later. Right. She's yeah, a home alone type of, right. She's going to escape from a bad guy because she's going to put that skate down and he's going to go whoop and then slide and make that funny noise that Jurassic park did. And then, um, (laughs) you know, crash somewhere. Right. Like that's what I was expecting. (laughs) (laughs) Or that, the goofy noise. Sure. Um, and then we never got that payoff. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, that's kind of annoying. But secondly, we finally have a, a, a clear scenario of, of, of the trope that I've been wanting to do for our show is the hopping man, right? The one-legged yep. man from, like, what happened to the boss? Like, the guy punched him, and then they threw the playboy down. Well, he's just going to go back to being crime guy, right? Like, yep. there's, there's no payoff there. You... You have to in your movie to make me feel better about your whole scenario is you have to find a way that he gets arrested. Or kill him. Or the skate out the window and he falls on that black guy who's still on the ledge and then they both die together. Fine. We can make this die hard. I mean, you know. But, um, but like, it just seemed, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no payoff there. Like, he, like you know, the guy punched him, right? Gib or whatever his name was. He punched him and then that was it. So, when that guy wakes up, He's probably going to kill that guy. Like, he's going to go after him and whatever. And he now has his notes, so his organization's going to keep going. Because earlier in the movie, he said, Oh, if they turn that into the police, we'll go down for 20 years. But they don't. And they didn't. And they had an opportunity <laughs> to, you know, when they were at the hospital with that terrible doctor. You know, yeah. they're providing jobs, man. Let the guys make some money. Yeah, you? is that what it is? <laughs> Detroit, they don't care. They're providing to the local economy. Well, uh, my weird thing is they're they're talking about Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and yet they they stole a uh, what was it again? It was a Cadillac. It was a Cadillac. Yeah, I know. It just seems like you know. In the eighties, our cars looked like all of our American cars looked like shit. Let's just be honest. If you weren't driving a Ferrari, it looked like garbage. And Um, probably was going to crash in a uh, multi-car police chase. Right. I think (laughs) that. With a lot I of think the 80s Mustangs, they just quit trying. Oh, yeah. They yeah. Did, yeah. My, uh, my dad's mother, who I called Meemaw, um, had an 85 Mercury Grand Marquis. This car was literally 17 feet long. Um, <laughs> had a V. All a, metal. Oh, yeah. It was steel. I mean, but this yeah. was the uh, Mer- So it was, uh, it was basically a Crown Vic, right? But it was the Mercury version. So it had, in 1985, this thing had power windows and power locks. Which was a big damn deal in 1985, and when she got to the point where she couldn't drive anymore, I had it for a while, and I loved that thing. You could rev the engine, and the car would like shake. Um, it got about 14 miles to the gallon in the city, um, but this was in the 80s when that stuff didn't matter. You know, when gas was 82 cents a gallon. So. I love that car. Anyway, they scrapped it and created a, an aircraft carrier. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, it's the it's the base for the uh, newest <laughs> aircraft carrier. Yeah, 
Actually, I think the uh, foundation for uh, Captain America's shield was based off that door. (laughs) (laughs) They melted down Meemaw's car and turned it in. Oh, this this is unobtainium or whatever it's called. What's it called? Vibranium. Vibranium and Adam. Vibranium. Yeah. Um, Now sold at Adam and Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, Sam. That was good. She'll want Thor that. Uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, let's, let's we'll start our own Marvel crossover sex toy uh, uh, for for the for the for the for the nerd that needs the extra uh, incentive. Um, I guess. Or, uh, like like yeah. meal like meal newer is uh, is also a vibrator and uh, meow 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 meow. meow, meow. And, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. You can. Uh, uh, I don't. Do we want to keep going down this road? I don't know. Oh, hell I don't know. Are we right. really going there? <laughs> <laughs> um, and all right. Well, we'll we'll segue into this. I'm gonna play a clip. Thor's my hero. Thor's a homo. Is not. Yeah, he okay, is. Is not. Thor's a complete homo. Take it back, Brad. No. Oh, Man, definitely 80s, because you can't say that now. Ooh. He's an Asgardian. I mean, uh, he's not a homo sapien. I don't understand. <laughs> well, that's true. He is. Well, he guards his ass, I guess. So. <laughs> oh. He's an Asgardian. Oh, <laughs> well, you're right. And he make ass wine when he... Will not touch the booty. Oh my god! I don't know why that got me, but shit, man, that got me. Uh, why do you think you it's just, a rainbow bridge? You I mean. just basically—you <laughs> just made the, you just turned Thor into like the gay sex movie, like the the the, the um because there's not always there's anything wrong with that. There's always like a porn version of everything. You just found the gay porn version of Marvel. He's the he's the ass guardian. <laughs> Oh Don't worry, my God. I'm already going to look it up and see if it's true. Oh, please do. Uh, just keep, <laughs> just be careful if you don't have safe search on. You yeah. might need might need an adult present. Oh my gosh, dude. I am an adult. <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> it only goes downhill from here. Oh man, I, it's yeah. If this is your definite, if this is your first episode, crap. Um, Sorry. <laughs> well, all of it, all of it is exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Unless you've douched, and then there's no crap. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I still can't get over that. All right, I'm done. Um, Sorry, well, I thought we were done with all the gay stuff. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. What? Nope. 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 Not is it not a thing? That's good. <laughs> Another thing, and I really shouldn't have looked. Oh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hope you didn't, hopefully, you didn't just Google "ass guardian." That would be bad. Um, Speaking of, today is Idris Elba's uh, birthday. Is it really? So, yeah, cool. oh, forty-four for today. Oh, good for him. He could be the next James Bond, and that would be very. He's forty-four. Okay I thought he was older than that. Huh. Um, you know, the time doesn't really move as fast when you're guarding ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, he does see all. Um, uh, oh. my gosh. What? Oh, um, uh, 80s band frat party. What? Um, 
always let the guy walk you to your car that was weird like why would you send him out and not know that you're safe but whatever oh um, yeah when when in the uh in the spooky garage that's like below a bridge yeah right that's clearly an evil man's lair right mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's uh that's that's actually very true what weird okay sorry i'm just Really confused for some reason. Cheap seat reviews on Facebook decided to notify me, Sam, that when we we talked about water Waterford down water what's it called water yeah yeah and I said man I, I accidentally watched it and that's really messed up and you tagged me in it or whatever or you tagged the podcast in it it just now yeah. let me know that you did that oh okay that well yeah like, I tagged you in it yeah that was like August seventeenth ago. <laughs> Anyway, hey, sorry. Way to be current, Facebook. Right. What the hell are you doing? It's cheap, it's cheap seat reviews. They they know. Yeah. Like, Although we are we are reviewing a, an '80s movie, so I mean, oh, how yeah. current? How, oh, how can oh. we complain? Did did AOL Jeff start that that process? Is that what happened? <laughs> oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going through his server. Right. Is what's happening? <laughs> Just yeah. now got to, that's great. Um. Well, oh. weird. That was very strange. Anyway, um. Young D'Onofrio is creepy, creepy as hell, but buff. Um, but not like, like, I don't know, 90s action hero buff. He was just... Seriously, though. He had a, a shirt on. If, if, seriously? A, a muscle he, shirt. You could have had him and, and replaced him with Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs, and it would have been just as creepy. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, he would have, if they would have flipped him out with the other dude, like, ugh. Um, power cable on the leg. Oh yeah, they yeah. She wraps the power cable around his leg, and he doesn't feel that. Yeah, it's definitely, it had time. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely an '80s thing. No one notices the girl outside with the red jacket. Which, by the way, what made her think that was ever a good idea? She had to get out of. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I would just I've hidden <laughs> or wait for him to walk by and scoot around or throw. I don't well, know. We've talked but, about this before. Well, here's here's a good question. I didn't tell you why. Why? Why did the the uh, Mr. Canada go out the window? I don't know. He had to get that magazine. Yeah, but in in fairness, if she falls, he, know he just knows how to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, he didn't know that she had it. Yeah, it was really strange. I mean, she'll just thrown things at her until she fell. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> we just turned <laughs> this movie into rated R. <laughs> but then it turns out she really is Thor. Plot twist. Right. Um, the babysitter is for me. That that line that he said, ugh, I, I kind of oh, like that's got, creepy. It was super creepy. <laughs> creepy. Yeah. And she like yeah. she bought it. And I'm like, ooh, who wrote that yeah. line? That was awful. Um, but yeah, like, and then of course there you have your uh, your post credit scene of that black guy still, Mr. Canada, still out on the ledge. He's just like, <laughs> help. So anyway, that was funny. Um. Yeah, ready for I really had no idea that scene was there. Well, I and, and the only reason why I, I I looked for it simply because I thought they left that kind of open, you know, um, and I wanted to. I kind of was actually hoping that the scene would have had um, the bad guy like being pulled away, um, like pulled away in handcuffs or something, like while the cop yeah. is looking at the the, the dirty magazine. You know, like the cops hold kind of like the guy who climbed Trump Tower. What? 
Well, that was a thing, yeah. Mm. Oh. I took some climbing gear and free climbed uh, Trump Tower. Oh, good for him. When was like, what, two, 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 two or three weeks ago? Yeah, something like that. Oh, I have missed that somehow. That's weird. Um, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, so then when I got to the end and he was just that guy still out there and he's just like, help. I'm like, clearly you've not seen Mission Impossible 4. Um, you ready for some clips? Hell no. Okay, good. Here we go. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, ready. Uh, I this uh, uh <laughs> <born> ready. <laughs> um, I know how much you hate that phrase. Yeah, Corny. Uh, <laughs> That's actually, why I use it. This this uh, this audio clip actually is from Corny. Um, he he told me he saw all of these things when he visited the uh, the Shelby Mall this past week. Chris, I'm begging you. It's really scary here. I've just seen three people shoot up, a bald Chinese lady with no pants on, and there's this old guy outside who wants his bedroom slippers. Get out of my house! You just moved! Aww. Uh, that's, that's entirely true. <laughs> Poor old guy. Yep. Um, here's a complete ripoff of a movie we just recently did. I am too old for this crap. There you go. <laughs> um, she Riggs. really was 23 Riggs. instead of uh, 18. 17. 17, sorry. Yeah, yeah 17. Um, what? Shitting me? Out of that window. You gotta be shitting me. Watch your mouth. Watch my mouth. You gotta be shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the language in, a, in a Avengers 2. Are we going to let him get away with that? Uh, it's a good thing that the bad guys or any adult in this movie had horrible peripheral vision. Like, there's, there's a kid outside that window. All of us would have seen that and freaked the hell out, you know? But Yeah. Nope, we're dumb adults. We have our conversations. We don't look out the window of the 80-story building that we're in. Whatever. I could see Sam just going, huh, and going and like opening the window and shoving it. I'd be like pushing on the glass. Or you would knock on it just to like, 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 like in the in this kind of movie world, the guy's like, "Oh, there's a girl out there," and he goes like, "No," and you you okay? And of course, it scares her, and then she falls like two more floors, and he's like, "Oh, yeah." Um, this was a conversation that uh, I um, uh, somehow re- was re- was given to. This is a recording of Sam. Apparently, this is a a little clandestine um, operation here, but this is a recording of Sam. Uh, and with his prom date uh, in high school. So I'm not quite sure how uh, how this was given to me, but here it is. No! I'll make it very clear. You slip me the cash, and I'll slip you the wiener. But I don't have any cash! Then I don't have a wiener! <laughs> so, I'd like to point out I'm that... I'm sorry, uh, that part got me earlier today. <laughs> what were you say, that comment, 20, uh, 10 to 15 years later... It was a completely different movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Still funny. I'm keeping that forever. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this part was kind of funny, too. Dr. Newfang, the guy with the stab wounds just died. Oh, dear. What? What does he say? This is... This is oh, a, dear. Oh, dear? Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, That's what I, I, said. I like to play the game when I don't understand what people say. Doctor Nuke Bang. Nuke Bang? That's a cool name. If that's real. Nuke oh, Bang. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
The guy with the stab wounds just died. Oh dear. Oh dear, yeah, it is oh dear. I was like, is he saying okay or... What the hell was that? Uh, I thought that was another clip for a minute. No, is that a horror film happening? I think Sam Same. probably... Okay, he's taking Molly out. That's the only thing I could think of. All right. was <laughs> <laughs> creepy as hell. Um, <laughs> let me check his camera, see if he's all right. Oh, he doesn't have his camera on. Although, it's just a picture of a... <laughs> Why? What is it? <laughs> oh, I guess it's someone babysitting a kid. Yeah, uh, it was okay. earlier a shoe for Elizabeth's shoe. Yes. What's that? You, did you leave? Then, like, what the hell happened? No, my, I had I had let Molly out a little while ago, and I had cracked the door, and she came barging through it back. So we all all, all we heard was the creaking of a door, and we're like, oh my god, does this just turn into a horror film? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I didn't die this time. This time. Um, okay. Damn. Uh, here we go. Pay good money. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Oh, tropes. I forgot tropes. Uh, damping, dancing lip sync, which is very 80s. Bad 80s punching noises and the 80s theme gangs. There you go. There's tropes. Trivia. Right before shooting the scene in which the group runs through a dirty trash-filled alley, the Toronto Sanitation Department came by and cleaned it up. So the crew had to dig through local dumpsters for more trash. Ouch. How Canadian of oh. them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just, sorry. Oh, we're just here cleaning up our city so that you can't make it look like shit. Oh, well, this needs to look like Detroit, so we need more garbage. Uh, Bradley, Bradley Whitford, which we know, I know him. know, a really young Bradley Whitford, too. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we know him, of course, from Billy Madison, where... Um, he's just, you know, creepy, smarmy, weasel. weasel guy. Uh, was allowed to use his own Camaro for the movie, and it has the license plate, so cool, oh. the actual license plate Bradley had on his car. <laughs> uh, that makes nice. me hate him even more. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, he's also our connection to Kevin in the Woods. Uh, yep, that's true. Yes, you're right. And West Wing. Uh, yeah, definitely. He's all over West Wing. Um, he's lousy. And at. on the East Wing, too. And, of course, West Wing has a psych connection. Anyway. Um, Sarah wears a backpack with a picture of a gizmo on it. Of gizmo on it. This is a reference to Gremlins, which was written by Christopher Columbus. Or Chris Columbus, I guess. To distinguish him from the Explorer. All right. Yes, you know. so, are, you, are, you, are you ready for this one? Because this is one of those where I think that, like... Because it's a, one of those 80s movies, they just decided to throw in every female actress from the 80s. Um, I think literally the only one that's not in here is Molly Ringwald. Okay, here we go. Kelly McGillis reportedly wanted the lead role, but Chris Columbus turned her down. Melanie Griffin auditioned for the role, but back out. Brooke Shields and Louis, Julia Louis-Dreyfus auditioned for the lead role, but withdrew in favor of Jodie Foster. Foster also withdrew, leaving Michelle Pfeiffer, Valerie Bertinelli, Elizabeth Shue, and Justine Bateman as the only choices. Bateman withdrew from the project due to creative differences from producers of Family Ties. Pfeiffer left the project and instead starred in The Witches of Eastwick. Bertinelli also lost out to Shue on the final day of auditions. Andy McDowell was considered for the lead role, and so was Tatum O'Neill. 
Yeah, so Holy basically cow. every 80s actress. Yeah, like I said, the only one not nominated were, uh, was part of this was um, Molly Ringwald and Ali Sheedy. Like, that's it. Uh, that was, I mean, anyway. Um, so, are we going to do the recasting game for this? We're we going to make this in 20, uh, 2016. I don't think we need to. No, why? Why? Oh, because they're already doing it, right? That's right. Aren't they already doing this? It's a it's, it's really? like a it's a Netflix thing, right? Or it's a the Disney. It's a thing. yeah, yeah. Adventures and is it called the same thing? Is it still called? It's going to be um, screaming. Oh, Everybody movie. screams. Yeah, Adventures in Babysitting, 2016, starring People. Sabrina Carpenter and Sophia Carson. Yeah, Nikki Hahn. I know none Mallory of these James Mahoney. Mahoney. Children that are too small for me to know who they are. Right. Yeah. Oh, Sabrina Disney Carpenter. Kids. You Disney actually, kids. Uh, I've seen her in. She is. She's in Girl Meets World, the new TV series. Yeah, I don't watch that crap. Again, oh. someone too young for me to know who they are. Yeah, I. Apparently, she's in Sophia the First. Yeah, right? I noticed that she was in Sophia the First, which is a little Disney cartoon that I have seen many episodes of. Which same, I'm sure you've probably seen about a million of them. What? Sophia the first. No. Really? Never, not a one. The girls I not, figured not the one. girls would watch that. Dude, we are we are deep into BattleBots. Or not BattleBots. Um Dinobots. <laughs> oh yeah, Declan um, loves Dinobots. And um Oh, what else are we doing? Uh Phoenix and Ferb. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Classic. Yes. Yeah, and uh um, Longest Summer Ever. Unfortunately. My little pony. Oh, are you a brony? You're uh, a brony. I am not a brony, but my kids love that. So whatever. Going there, and I've got them hooked on Animaniacs. Oh, good. <gasps> That's cool. Yeah, I, I thought I was the only person who who enjoyed Animaniacs. No, I watched the crap out <laughs> Dude, of Animaniacs. Dude, that's like nineties. Yeah, nineties yeah. childhood, right there. Oh my gosh, the Pinky and the Brain bit is hysterical. Like, yeah. and if you go back, there's there's some actually like some real adult humor in there. Oh there's, yeah, absolutely. There's the, a the fingerprints. Uh, yeah, fin- yeah, fingerprints. Yeah, no, no joke. Fingerprints. <laughs> uh, maybe later <laughs> he gives her a wink. Like, oh my god, did you just do that? Yeah, I love that bit. And of course, you know, I like. Of, Go ahead. Oh, let's see. Uh, they do the song uh, "Nations of the World," and because yeah. of that song, I passed the geography test because I. Um, I you remember extra, where they were pointing. I remember where things. I mean, I remember. Um, country names and so i was able to go through africa completely yeah um unfortunately like half of the uh, middle east is now not that yeah it's probably different now I bet central africa has gone yes or, or is or exists now i don't know yeah. um it was funny you say that because um sarah and i when we were in college uh i had my super nintendo hooked up because as you guys know because we played a lot of um tetris attack uh up when Chad got drunk, but anyway, <laughs> bless his soul. Uh, God rest him. And um, we had Jeopardy for Super Nintendo. Well, this came out in like eighty what or ninety one, eighty eighty nineteen eighty something like, nineteen ninety. I mean, so when did the Super Nintendo come out? I don't remember. Anyway, communism had not fallen yet when the game was made. Oh dear. So oh. like world geography, Sarah was like, I don't know any of these countries because I've never heard of them. Because it was all like, you know, all these Soviet, you know, satellite countries, you know. So it was really funny. Anyway, 
Um, soundtrack grade, I'd give this a, uh, an SE for Super 80s. Woohoo! Um, Michael Kamen, though, actually wrote the score. Uh, Michael Kay? And he's done it. Not Michael Kay. <laughs> 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 By the way, if you just say my cocaine, it uh cocaine. It works out works out with like You're right. Uh Michael Kamen <laughs> has done such films as uh what's what is happening to him? Composer. There we go. Uh which cocaine. Uh, seriously. Uh X Men, he did the first X Men, Frequency, The Iron Giant. Oh, love the Iron Giant. Uh, Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon Four. Event mm-hmm. Horizon. So he's done some good stuff. Die Hard yeah, with Iron Giant has some really good music in it. Do what? Iron Giant has some really good music in it. Everything about that movie is fantastic, and we should watch it. For Including this Vin, Vin Diesel. Yeah, who has uh, the, the best? Act, yeah, yeah, the best actor who who had like the fewest amount of words, but had the most impact ever. But he did the like, same thing with Guardians. That's what I'm saying. Too. Like. He does the all he all he has to say is we are Groot and I was literally tearing up in the theater. Yep, it was great. You stay, no following. Oh, I was a mess. Ugh, I bought it on DVD. They don't have, they don't have it on for Blu-ray, which makes me sad. But anyway, it's coming. I'm sure. I I, I hope so. I don't in know. pieces. <laughs> it, it, it automatically you know hooks up to each other to become re, the Blu-ray. Reassembles re, re itself. Yeah. Uh, what did we learn? Babysitting is hard. And uh, Detroit is a bad place. Or Chicago or New York. Or Toronto. Um, yeah. Or Gotham. Or Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. Top three. Ooh. Top three. Ooh. Chris. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Chris Columbus <laughs> movies. Um, uh, that was what we picked, and that's what we're going to tell you. Our top three Chris Columbus movies. Andrew. Unmute yourself. Stop eating potato Okay, chips. let's take two. Um, <laughs> all right. I had fun with this list because I like a lot of these movies. Um, number three, I went with uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to enjoy that one a little bit more. Uh, one f- straight out of my childhood, Home Alone. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, I can remember wanting someone to break into my house so that I could do that to them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you probably even. Well, I, I think we all kind of did when that movie came out because I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, that's a good idea. We can set booby traps." I actually yeah. did the set zip booby line traps. to the uh, to the treehouse out back. I didn't oh, have yeah. that, but yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> I uh, my grandparents' house. We actually set up booby traps in their basement. Nice. And uh, I think I pissed my grandpa off a few times. <laughs> yeah, when he we stepped all, on the nail that went straight through his foot. <laughs> Yeah, you almost um, your grandfather. Yeah, in real life, then, you have to go to the hospital to get a tetanus shot. But in the movies, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, and then number one for me, this is a special movie because it is uh, on. It is my number two movie of all time. Yeah, oh, I think I know and, what it is. Yeah, and I went with my grandmother to see this when it came out in the theater, and she did not realize what she was taking me to see. Um, <laughs> But we both laughed our butts off, and uh, it was Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello! Hello! <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know when that came out, but I know I was way too young to see it. Uh, it came out in 93. Yeah, there was yeah, some language I was in that in, one. I was in third grade, so 
yeah. One, one of my favorite bits in the movie is when he overdubs the bird. The, the bird is smoking, and he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm dying. <clears throat> and he's like, that's not what it said. And he's like, a bird wouldn't smoke a cigarette. We're not teaching our kids good. Good job. Good job, Robin Williams. <laughs> It'll be awesome. Um, all right, uh, Corny. Yo, what's up? This is your all turn. Right. Uh, all right, so uh, my uh, number three is uh, going to be I Love You, Beth Cooper. I was really into Hayden Panettiere uh, for a while. So yeah, she's uh, hot. It ended up being one of those silly, weird movies. Uh, my number two would be um, Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. Okay. And uh, my number one, well, actually, top for number one would be Mrs. Doubtfire and Home Alone. All right. <laughs> but I also realized that if uh, Home Alone had been in a uh, uh, more urban location. God just wouldn't have shown up. They'd be like, nah. Let's, let's go. <laughs> After the first thing that got them hurt, they'd be like, oh, we're out. This sucks. Yeah. What the, what's this crap? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not, leaving. It's not worth it. I just burned uh-huh. my hand and fell down the stairs. <laughs> I, I'm 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 out. Right. No. Actually, what would have happened if uh, Kevin McAllister's mom had been black? She'd have come home and whooped his ass for all that stuff all over the house. <laughs> right. I clean this house. I come back. Well, it seems like he cl- he cleaned it all up except for his brother's room, right? Yeah, yeah. Because his brother's like, come on. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Um, because yeah. that's. I have that tarantula. I'm sure it's dead, right? I don't know, but I tell you what: if someone would have put a tarantula on my face, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no joke. I am. I am a really healthy fear of spiders, and um, I would have done it to myself. I think. I think. You know, a book, any heavy object, is smacking that that spider off of me, or or yeah. squishing it on, yeah, onto oh, your face. And you have the guts. Oh. So, do you guys? Do you, I don't want to get too creeped out. If your listeners are are squeezy with spiders, just bear with me. I apologize. Do you guys know what rider spiders are? Is that the ones with the babies on the back? No. Okay. Uh. Maybe they're rider, like W R I T E R, like they write, like Charlotte's Web. Kind of spiders? Yeah, yeah, only they don't yeah, like yeah, words, yeah. but they like these really yeah. intricate webs, and they're big, and they're like black and yellow. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah, those. Yeah, and they're again, they're very large. Um, they're not poisonous, at least not to us, but they're just aggressive looking. And they're huge. Yeah, yeah. they're huge and kind of terrifying. Well, my backyard basically is the woods, and we uh, are, are in the process of, um, you know, making our house ready to be sold, and we cleared um, cleared out the woods, cleared out like. I took a chainsaw and went to work, and I turned a corner, and I was about a f- maybe literally three inches away from one, like face <laughs> height. I dropped the chainsaw, and I mean, I ran many feet away, screaming, and my buddy Chris was like, what is wrong? And I went over, and I showed it to him, and he goes, oh, yeah, I would have done the same thing. And he said, in fact, he was like, should we go get like a, flame, like, go get a flamethrower and like nuke it? Was it the guy in Statesville that burned down a shed because he was burning spiders oh with a flamethrower, basically? Uh, I actually set one of those on fire um, when I was a kid. A shed? Um, oh, no, no, the, those spiders. Oh. Because uh, it was in front of my, it was in, on my front door. So I went around the house, got in the back door, and uh, found a can of hairspray and a lighter and mm-hmm. um, went to town, and it was glorious. And thus they started your so reign fast. of uh, oh, never mind. Well, um, those spiders too—they always seem to be—they they don't 
keep to the trees. They're like, Two like trees. you said, Sean. They're like, they're like face height, no matter where you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. What are you doing? Are you shopping? Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, a little Robin Williams stand up for you. Uh, Sam, did you do your top three? Uh, not yet, not oh, yet. Right. So, um, I think I'm gonna do it with number three with the Chamber of Secrets, okay. Harry Potter. Um, believe it or not, though, those first two movies, I wasn't a big fan. He of, didn't direct of, Chamber of Secrets. You mean, wait, what? Harry Potter, Chamber of Secrets. Okay, yeah, never mind. I'm sorry. You said that you weren't a yeah. fan of the first two, and I thought maybe you were thinking of Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm sorry. No, no, Prisoner is when I got hooked. Yeah, and, and he uh, pro- he produced that one, but that was a different yeah, director. Yeah, and then I read the books and really got hooked. I was the exact um, same way, which is funny. Huh. My number two would be probably Mrs. Doubtfire. And my number one is Beyond Doubt, one of the classics. We watch it every Christmas is Home Alone. Love it. All right. Love it, love it. Um, I remember going to the movie with my sister and my uncle because my sister was puking her guts out after Thanksgiving because <laughs> she and my other cousin decided to see how many deviled eggs they could eat. Mm. What was the that number? Makes sense. They were in the teens. Wow. That's actually yeah, impressive. Was, yeah, and I mean, back then, too, I was only, good Lord, what is Home Alone, 90? So I was sixth grade, maybe, so she was fourth, fifth, fifth, fifth. fifth. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at pictures. I still have pictures of here on my computer. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Oh, uh, yeah, she's hot. <coughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Home Alone, yeah, 1990, yeah. Yep. All right, mine top right. three are pretty much you? the same as everyone else's, um, only mine are in the, the different order, um, which I just realized is actually kind of funny. Um, and I'll tell you why in just a second. My number three is Home Alone. My number two is Mrs. Doubtfire. And my number one is Harry Potter 2, Chamber of Secrets. Okay. Um, I wanted so bad that the Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief to be good, but it was not. Oh, um, yeah. Um because it's such a fun book. It is a fun book, and it's simple and whatever. And so I'm like, oh, he, he directed Harry Potter. He's going to do great. And then I watched the movie before reading the book, and I was like, that was an okay movie. And then I read the book, and I was like, you son of a bitch. You ruined it. It was such a good book. Yeah. <laughs> like you get mad. But Let it, the I mean, hate flow through you. Right. Like, and this is my big thing with like movies from books and things like that, right? Like, like we all watch Stardust for the podcast, and Sam and I both – Sam, did you read the book? No. Okay. no I, I, from your review, I did I, not. I told you not to. Because the, yeah. the movie is actually way better than the book, and the book's kind of whatever. But Which is t- rare. It is super rare. But the tone is the right tone. Like, the tone for Percy Jackson is wrong. It's just the wrong tone, wrong feel. You know, the, the underworld is not hell, but they make it look like hell. And they make Hades look like Satan, and he's not. So it's very weird and whatever. Anyway, um, we did get a tweet Literally during the show as we were recording from our good listener and friend of the show, Alan, who hey. wanted to participate in his in the top three, and his top three was exactly the same as mine. No, actually, ah. no, actually, I, I lied. His is Home Alone, Mrs. Doubtfire, and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. He likes oh, the, the first, first one. one. He likes the first so one. he was better. like, mine. Kind of. Not really. Yeah, I guess. Sort of. Um, no voicemails? No emails? No, hey, no. Uh, we do have an announcement though. We do, we do, we do. Oh, we're we're on the iHeartRadio now. Oh yeah, sorry, I mentioned yeah, that that's right. last week. If you want to burn here, no, I'm season. Um, <laughs> yeah, we I did we I did mention that last week though. Thank you, yeah. Corny, for, for bringing that up. Um, out of ten, 
this is the part of the show where I ask you guys to rank the movie from a zero to ten. Zero being Children of the Corn and ten being um, Hunt for October. I don't know. Um, I can't remember what our number one movie is. Well, I guess it's Wolf of Wall Street, isn't it? The Ring. Um, it's, yeah, Wolf of Wall Street is our top one. So, anyway. Robert. Um Corny, real quick, by the way, have you seen some of All Fears? Uh, no, but I've seen uh, multiplication of my uh, concerns. Oh. <laughs> or the, 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 the division of all your happiness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That actually sounds like a country uh, I song. I think I have. I don't remember. I'd have to. I, oh, I was just wondering if you had a chance to watch it last week. I know you're super busy with your concerts and your, your gigs and your, your job and things, but if you had, if had a chance to watch it and would you have given me a, an out of 10, I'd, I'd, I'd plug it into the uh, formula mm-hmm. here. Well, let, let me watch it later this week, and then uh, I'll, I'll give you something out of 10. Okay. Yeah, you will. Um, uh, this movie, Andrew, out of 10, your your okay. review, sir. Yeah, for me, this falls uh, a little bit... Above, uh, like the Bad Boys Two range, uh, maybe. Well, maybe a little bit below that. So I'm going to say a six point. Uh, let's say a six point three six. Six point three six. Okay. We're, are we all looking at the rankings and like making uh, judgments on how we how we're going to do? Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of doing that now too. Just to, we've got so many of them now. I want to make sure I put it where I want to put it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corny. Oh, uh, I'm going to give it uh, uh, 7.2, and I can't do Thor than that. Um, you can't do Thor than that? Nice. Um, I already made your once. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, I'm still tearing up over ass I'm still hammering out things, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell that joke to my students tomorrow. I just I, I'm gonna have to. It's just the best thing I've ever heard. Um, if if How nothing you know else, not gay? out of 130 episodes of or 131 episodes of Cheap Seat Reviews, if nothing else, you got the joke. Ask Guardian. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess we should thank and Stan. The name Neaton. of our episode. All right. Oh yeah, no, I wrote that down a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Sam. All right. Um, I'm gonna put it somewhere. In here, close to yeah, uh, it's illegal. Probably close to romancing the stone because I kind of put it in that light. Um, so I'm going to give it a five point seven five. Really? That's actually yeah. way lower. This is your movie. Lower than a, yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, I never said it was my favorite movie, but um, yeah, it's it's. I don't think I'd watch it again. It's funny, but not not like rolling in the in the streets. <laughs> rolling in the streets is that yeah. a thing it sounds like yeah. um you're smoking smoking endo sipping on gin and juice laid back got my yeah. mind my mind money on money, money and money on my mind, mind. yeah no a band covers that uh <laughs> there's a there's like a really great bluegrass version of that i've heard it really i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure um oh no out. i know which one you're talking about i forget the band's name but it's actually really good. yeah it's actually really good um it's not the same group that did the uh, the the bluegrass version of um, Thunderstruck by ACDC, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, you should check that out. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, I'm going to give it, I'm not even going to look at the reviews or the other rankings. Uh, I don't want to sully it, at least not this time. I normally do, but I'm not going to this time. I'm just going to go with my heart says. And my heart says that this was funny, I'll be dumb. Uh, this was Christopher Columbus's, Chris Columbus's first foray into directing. So he did some th good things. He did some bad things. Um, like I appreciated that he didn't make Elizabeth Shue out to be like some sex thing, you know, like if this was a Michael Well, Bay. yeah, especially with the Playboy thing. I I thought, if I remembered right, one of the reasons my parents didn't let me watch it was because of the Playboy mentions. Yeah, there was a lot of that in there. I actually thought we were going to get a payoff with that. Like, that was actually going to come in handy. You know? Yeah. Like, when she put like on Like, she was going to earn her $50. Yeah, that's, by, that's uh, yeah. Actually, he, he walks up and says, can I get your autograph? And he shows it to her. I thought, yeah, 50 bucks. And then, like, all the guys are going to come and, like, collect money, and then she would sign the, the Playboy. Um, yeah. Or when she was at the big at the big party and she put on the fur coat, I thought that's when someone was going to go, hey, you're the, you're the model from the Playboy. And, and like, that was going to draw attention or something. Like, I was expecting the payoff, but we never got it. Like, even the friggin' bellhop. Um, and apparently they, they advertised Playboy, like, outside in the streets in, in Detroit. Um, uh, anyway, um, so anyway, so that By stuff way, was yeah. dumb and whatever, but I'm going to give it a 5.9, um, oh, 5.9, um, whatever, uh, Playboy references. Hey, by the way, the name of that band is the Gourds, uh, gin and juice. And, uh, did you pull that up? I will. Awesome. You said the, oh, my back, the, the Gourds, uh, did like you just a, hit your head on the mic? No, I, my, I, I really screwed up my back this weekend working, and I've been mm -hmm. sitting. So I had to sit down this episode because I had to rearrange. I don't get my standing desk for the next few episodes. And when I sat forward to reach the de my computer to type the gourds, I pulled something in my back. So I actually oh, need no. to. Go, I actually need to go ice my back right now. I'm, yeah, when I when I go reaching for the gourds, I, I sometimes pull my back out too. Um, uh, I we'll go blind. Yeah, I, I actually am. <laughs> I know you're making the jokes here, but I actually have a significant amount of pain right now. <laughs> Let's suppose that you're writing a really uh, important oh, yes. to your Thank you, Google. There we go. Yeah, these guys. Yeah, this is it. This dead air brought to you by. Oh, you can't hear it. Right. Um, no, no. <laughs> okay. Here comes three, two, one. Really nice. <laughs> okay. Anyway, there you go. Um, the payoff is on the course. Oh, course. you want to get to the course real quick? Oh, yeah. All right, hold on. Oh, <laughs> F-bomb, hold on. Oh, dear. Yeah, I I got you guys muted for a second. Because, oh, crap, I have... Damn it. I just realized I got to go back and, and fix that, because if I can hear it, that means the, the recording can hear it. <laughs> There you go. So, nice. damn it. Love it. I got to go back and <laughs> rooster tail that F-bomb. Um, 
Anyway, Ooh. that's fun. There you Sam, go. Sam, I'll give you ten bucks if you just drop one right now. Please don't. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh, that's gonna do it for our show. That's it. That's out of ten. Uh, here we go. Um, uh, whoever came up with Ask Guardian is definitely the winner of this episode. Oh, absolutely. That's that's um, Andrew all the way. Andrew. Yeah, good job. Oh, thank you. Uh, you might not know how to work your microphone, um, but you uh, certainly <laughs> contributed to the show. Um. Uh, uh, that's it. Great, cool. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. Next week we are doing. Um, uh, I have again. We're really bad at this. Apparently, prep work is not our strong suit for this podcast. <laughs> I don't even know if the movie we're doing next week is still streaming. Um, yeah. Um, and I was going down here. I got it. Uh, it's River not. Bridge is the bridge still there? No, it's not. Contact there. Um. Uh, yes. So next week we will do uh, contact the the Jodie Foster um, space dad Matthew McConaughey Matthew McConaughey epic. Um, I could take my shirt off in space. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, epic contact. So there you go. That's that movie. Uh, I will. I will also, get the the Halloween movies put up so we can vote on them. All right, um, yeah, we'll need, we need to can. do that soon. So please vote on that. That'll be a lot of fun. We also have Hellboy coming up too, which would be fun. Maybe we can put that in Halloween. I don't know. Um, that's going to do it for us. So leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We are also now on iHeartRadio. That's flipping awesome. Check out our website, CheapSuitReviews.com. Like us on the Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSuitReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. I am at Sean J. Allred, at Suniji16, at JohnnyDarko16, and at A. Jimison is the team suck it sam please send your emails to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com and on behalf of corny sam andrew this is sean saying thank you for listening and good night also if you would like to leave us a voicemail 704-271-4290 you almost got through all of it. <laughs> no, I so mean, close. I mean, I guess I could pause the music, but once I hit play, <laughs> I just don't want to. Yeah, he wrote it in my in my script.